Donna Franklin joins us on Rural Queensland today, uh, the Paris on Country Chief Investigator. Now, for those who don't understand what Paris is, it's the Paediatric um, Acute Respiratory Intervention Services, Paris Program, and is being led by Donna Franklin, and she joins us this morning. Doctor, good morning, and thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Respiratory treatment in the bush is is difficult. There's no two ways about it. There's not a lot of it in the past, and for infants and, and young children to try and get the right treatment, it's pretty traumatic because you need to go to the cities to try and get the right treatment. You've been doing a lot of work, and you think that potentially there is a real possibility that you can reduce the unnecessary transfers, or, or you know, across eighteen and eighteen rural and remote health centres throughout north and North Queensland, north far north Queensland. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's exactly right. It is exciting. The, the actual aim is exactly that for Paris on Country. It's to reduce the transfer rates of these children away from country and to the big cities such as Cairns or Townsville. And as you say, the benefits are not only. Uh, it's not just a cost uh, point of view where they're extraordinary, some of these costs to retrieve the children, but it's their huge benefits of reducing the displacement that families feel when they move to these cities away from their own support, network, support networks, including their family and friends and community. So it's got bigger ramifications. And it, it was born out of an idea of a, a mother from Napranam, actually, who uh, had, as a collective group of, of young women, um, they asked the question, why can't we do what they do in the big city? And in the city, we're able to keep these children in regional centres that surround the big hubs of the big hospitals. And we've proven this in the last 10 years when we've been doing our research. And we now know, you know how best to approach these children when they uh, arrive at hospital and uh, you know, what oxygen therapy to place them on. And we're talking about bronchiolitis, asthma, pneumonia, reactive airways, those types of illnesses. Talk to me just exactly about uh, Paris and, 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 and this respiratory disease and, and, and how it is uh, affecting our children. Right. Well, the um, I guess one part of our study is specifically regarding oxygen therapies and yep. what the best oxygen therapy is. So we're not necessarily doing the research on asthma yep. and bronchiolitis in terms of, you know, looking at antibiotics and looking at... Sure. You know, what but you, but when you look at this, when this Paris um, uh, Paris on country sort of mm-hmm. thing that you, I don't know the word, yes. you know, you're trying to get this happening. When you look at so, this, uh, I've got two kids, two kids were bad asthmatics in the bush, really bad asthmatics in the bush to the point that, you know, I mean, this is 20 years ago, nebulizers, we had to drive to Toowoomba. Sure. You know, it was, it was a big thing. Um, what you're suggesting is that, as infants, there is a way that you can get treatment for them and you can keep them in the centres rather than just being, you know, in yes. major, yep. having to go to major regional centres. You can keep them yeah. at home, at their close towns, um, and, and it's very, very real and very, very common. And you shouldn't be discriminated because you live in rural and regional uh, Queensland. That's the big thing. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. Well, in that respect, what we've been able to show in the last 10 years with the two large, huge randomized controlled trials, they're the biggest of their kind in the world that we've put in place in Australia across many large tertiary hospitals. And so we've now, we have now have greater evidence. And what we've been able to show in these children with bronchiolitis and asthma and so on, uh, at less than five years of age specifically, is that if a child presents to the emergency department in respiratory distress and they're working very hard, breathing hard with it, you know, their chest movement, a lot bobbing their head, 
and um, that they actually can be started on standard oxygen as a first-line treatment. And then if they deteriorate, you can actually place them on high-flow therapy, and this may reduce the need for intensive care admission or the transfer out to cans or towns or say. So we have actually been able to show now if that, that mum lands on the doorstep of Weeper Hospital or Bamaga Hospital, um, or a Konkari or Dumuji, uh, yep. uh, you know, those sort of um, air and inner and so on. If they land on the doorsteps of them, we're going to be able to teach the nursing staff and the doctors that you can manage these respiratory difficulties um, in a very simple way. We're going to put a respiratory care bundle together. We're not reinventing the wheel or anything. We're actually using guidelines that are in place already, but we're making it very simple to navigate. And, you know, a lot of the, the nurses, for instance, are predominantly adult nurses in these rural remote areas. So a six-month-old baby that comes into the department that's working very hard can actually be scary for them as well. So we're trying to simplify it because we know it can be much more simple and also help them know what are the things to look for if that child's getting sicker and you do need to make that call to move them out so that they are still safe. But we're trying to just keep them there on country because we've been able to show in southeast Queensland, we've done the largest study, that uh, the transfer rate has reduced down to 9 to 12% for these children that are in those areas, wow. uh, whereas we know currently it's between 30 to 50% in the rural remote. So there's no need for that to be different than what it is southeast, what it is in southeast Queensland area. We, we need to promote better health equity and actually provide these children and their families with that same type of education so they can stay there. Yeah, just um, awesome, awesome. How, how these studies have obviously been going on a long time. How confident are you yeah. going to get a result? Long term. Oh, I'm I'm so, I'm so confident, and the reason I say that is because our regional centres that have been travelling along this last decade with us, and you know, they're, again, they're the hospitals that are sitting around the hubs and spoke, I guess, of the big major hospitals. They have actually done incredibly well. They don't have on-site intensive care units, so they have actually shown that you can keep these children in that area. So, like Caboolture and Redcliffe, these smaller hospitals around the big the big ones. So they've actually shown this with the education we've put in place in the last 10 years in two huge um, studies of more than over, over 3,000 children that we've uh, randomised and, and collected data on. So I, we know it can work. We know they're incredibly good in these regions because they're resilient and they work with what they've got. So if we can help give them some better tools, educational tools, um, then uh, we're, just, we're improving as we go along. So the next lot we do with this, this study, Paris on Country, will be better than the previous. So uh, I have no doubt that it will work and we want it to work. Yeah, uh, I think it's fantastic that the high-flow oxygen therapy, which provides increased oxygen to patients via nasal cannula and rarely available in r- remote areas and 50% yeah. of the patients are transferred to the city or hospitals for higher level of care, will be actually available eventually to uh, these regional and remote areas and they won't have to be transferred. And, you know, with the huge cost of having to transfer kids to emergency departments, with the cost of families having to shift and, and what's going on and the stretch that's putting on these hospitals, if we can get this up and running, we are a long way in front. You must be terribly proud of the research and the study and, and where you've been getting, but uh, trying yeah, to get the government yeah. now, that's the big tick now. That's the big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we've, it's a, a project that's a a collaborative one between James Cook University, Wesley Research Institute and Griffith University. But as in all research, you never get enough and so you're yeah. always looking for more. So we will continue to look for more because we really want 
people on the ground, meaning nurses and nurse champions, to be actually pushing the word and helping us get this. Otherwise, it's a lot of travel for uh, a nurse. And then Sally West is her name. Yep. We work with very closely from Weeper Hospital. And um, so, yeah, we funding is you – know, there's never enough, as we always know. But, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll work with what we've got at the moment. And, um, and, and it's a very big collaborative group. But we're very excited for it to get started because we know that it's going to help these children and their families. Yeah, you're dead right. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Donna Franklin. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for you. having me on. We'll take, take a break, fun. come back with more. This is Rural Queensland today.